It's Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Jonathan Hood with you. Happy holidays to you and your family. Glad that you're with us here on this uh, Christmas Eve. Don't forget to follow us along on Twitter and Instagram at WrestlingTWT. Also the YouTube page, YouTube.com, if you have not subscribed. If you have not listened to some of our previous interviews, go to the YouTube page, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Well, this is a special TWT because I'll be joined by Josh Lopez from ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. You can follow him on Twitter at The Hoots Podcast as we take a look at the best champions of 2019. What a year for professional wrestling. Whether you're thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down on certain wrestling companies, it doesn't matter because wrestling is thriving. Wrestling is in a great spot. It reminds me as a kid watching wrestling and watching so many different companies that are out there. It's great that we have a choice. More than just one company, multiple companies to watch, multiple wrestling and wrestling styles to be able to enjoy. So I'm having a blast as a wrestling fan, a renaissance for me as a wrestling fan, watching so many great uh, wrestling companies and talent across the country and around the world. For our listeners in the UK and Germany, great wrestling there. Our, Our listeners in Japan, great wrestling there. In Canada and Mexico, We thank you all, wherever you are listening. Thanks so much for checking out Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, twice a week now, right here on TWT. And for all of you in the TWT tribe, happy holidays to you and your family. Let's talk to Josh Lopez now as we take a look at the best champions of 2019 pro wrestling. Go now to Josh Lopez from ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. Go to the website, bookmark it, ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. You miss a show, Josh has got it covered for you in ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. And follow him on Twitter at the Hoots Podcast. Hello, Josh. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Hoodie. Shot or no shot, I transcribe almost every wrestling show on God's Green Earth. Uh, yes, that is. It's a good thing, that's for sure, because you are providing a service for all of us wrestling fans. Well, our special uh, broadcast here is to take a look at the best champions of 2019. Uh, you give me one, I'll give you one. We'll go back and forth. All right, I, I'm going to start off really quick with uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans from NXT UK and their run as the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. They are the first ever NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Um, You know, beating Mustache Mountain at the first NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool back in January. Going all the way through the summer, going into losing their titles uh, at uh, NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Uh, Grizzly Young Veterans one of the best tag teams in the world, and I think one of the best champions uh, of 2019 in all of professional wrestling. There's a common thread with my picks where with, with being a champion, it's how you carry yourself as a character and the way you dress and the way you go about your title matches and just the quality of work. And I don't think anybody could disagree with me with, when it comes to how good the Grizzly Young Veterans are as a tag team and also as champions that were in 2019. So my first one is the Grizzly Young Veterans. And please, folks, keep your shoes on. Let's show some respect for Zach Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of that tag team because – 
and, and, and a big fan of the brand too because it is professional wrestling. When we watch uh, NXT UK, and for those who have not seen this in the WWE Network, go see that. And also, if you don't watch uh, NXT UK, definitely watch OTT, watch wrestling uh, from um, the UK, from Ireland. It's such hard-hitting, strong wrestling. And when we see the, the Grizzled Young Veterans, it's a tag team uh, that's a throwback from years gone by where they get heat, they get, uh, they get booze, and they enjoy it, and they have great wrestling. Individually and as a tag team, the Grizzled Young Veterans are such a great team to watch. So I totally agree with you there as one of my favorite champions of 2019. Also on my list uh, in that same vein will be Volter. Watching Volter be the NXT uh, United Kingdom champion is great. Uh, and the parallels have been made that Walter is like a young Andre. Uh, when Andre was able to move around uh, and had some movement, especially in Japan, even before that, he was terrific. And the same thing now. When we watch Walter, Josh, he is a special athlete. The best thing for me is when I go through YouTube or go and subscribe to some of Walter's matches um, in Europe, in the UK, in Germany, other places, man, I mean, he is able to really get a crowd reaction because with the big chops, the big boots, he does more doing less than most wrestlers that we'll see. I mean, he doesn't have to do a lot of, he doesn't have to fly. He just has to be himself. And that just makes him very unique in the marketplace of wrestling. So Walter as the um, North, the, the UK champion um, really does a lot for me for the NXT UK brand. And it's very rare you have a, a tap that's able to feel a takeover show like how him and Pete Dunne did at NXT uh, TakeOver New York during WrestleMania weekend. I think that was probably my favorite match from that particular show. <laughs> and they had a great match for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. Uh, another one, uh, Walter um, had a, the rematch he had with Pete Dunne as well uh, was really good. And Walter's, uh, I, I, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, I think it was probably the best signing out of any wrestling company in uh, 2019. So I totally agree with you with Walter. Uh, my next pick I'm going to go in a little different region where people don't talk a lot about 205 Live on these type of shows, but as a guy who does uh, transcribe that show every week, I am going to mention Buddy Murphy because I think Buddy Murphy had a really good run as Cruiserweight Champion before he lost the title to uh, Tony Nese at WrestleMania this year, and it's springboard to what Buddy Murphy's doing now, right, right now on Monday Night Raw. Him and Aleister Black had a, a, a tremendous match at TLC recently, and I think him just having a really good time running uh, in 205 Live really, like I said, springboard to what he was able to do on the next level and on Raw and SmackDown. I remember Buddy Murphy had a really good match with Roman Reigns on television a couple months ago as well, so I'll go my next pick is Buddy Murphy. I think Buddy Murphy um, held himself to a good standard when having really good title matches, and I think Buddy Murphy was a good champion. I will move over to Impact Wrestling and give you Taya Valkyrie okay. as uh, Impact Women's uh, Champion. Taya Valkyrie uh, is, uh, of course, we could also call her, um, you know, Mrs. John Morrison as well, um, John Morrison's wife. 
Ty, Ty Valkyrie proved what she could do when she was at AAA and doing Lucha Libre uh, for AAA worldwide in Mexico. Um, but to see her come into her own, her personality resonates with me, Josh, because <clears throat> she's really someone that stands out on that show. She's uh, trying to get away from uh, trying to really wrestle uh, people that she doesn't want to wrestle. So she's trying to get kind of a faction going so that way she doesn't have to wrestle the best of the best, like Jordan Grace in that company. Um, and so I, I like her personality, and I love uh, watching her perform. Uh, she's a, a, a veteran talent, and I think that we can even see more from her from Impact Wrestling. Uh, I know that she has more to give than what we've seen as of late, but because I saw her in AAA, but I I think that as a champion, the way she's carried herself, the way that she's gone about it, when she beat um, Tennille Dashwood at Bound for Glory, she, she got one of the biggest pops uh, in Chicago when she came out. Of course, she wore Chicago Bears colors. Um, that probably helped. But I, I, I just think that, that she is it um, in Impact Wrestling as far as women. So I enjoyed her as Impact Women's Champion. I love Ty Valkyrie. I think even with her being a champion, in a lot of ways she's underrated for how good she is as a performer. So I, I'm a big fan of Ty Valkyrie. The next uh, champions on my list also comes from Impact Wrestling. I'm going with the Dorf, the Impact World Tag Team Champions. Uh, just like Grizzly Young Veterans and other teams like the Revival, I think the North are kind of like the mold of my favorite type of tag teams where they cut the ring in half and they just have really good technical tag team matches and good world title matches. You look back to their feud with uh, LEX. Uh, they had one of the better matches that Bound for Glory with uh, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and uh, Rob Van Dam and Rhino. Uh, we were there for that show as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're getting to a few right now with Rich Swan and Willie Mack going into the Hard to Kill pay-per-view. So I'm going to go with the North. They don't get talked about a lot, but I, I appreciate what they did in 2019. So I'll go with them. And uh, a nice call there from uh, Don Callis, who just called yeah. you there to thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Got the more too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir, for talking about the North. Thank you. Um, my next guy is someone that you could argue is the best wrestler in the world, if not definitely in the top five, and that is uh, Okada from New Japan. Um, and I, I think that watching him as a New Japan champion – it's completely uh, is is one of the the best that we have seen. Every time you see him, seemingly Josh, it's a four or five star match, and not not from a Meltzer rating, just from my rating watching him. I imagine, just imagine, in the old school, you bring Okada to America, and he has a, an American manager. You can't tell me that guy wouldn't be box office because that's how it used to be. They'd bring wrestlers in from Japan. They give them a mouthpiece. Let the mouthpiece speak for the Japanese wrestler that doesn't speak English very well, and let him get over. That's how Mr. Saito got over uh, in the AWA. This is how we've seen so many examples of a wrestler doesn't have the command of the English language but got over. So the the, the positive is in 2020 we'll see a lot of Okada matches because New Japan's going to make their run throughout uh, North America here with some shows. So it's 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 a, it's my pleasure to watch him every time he's in the ring. Every time you see him, it's a great match. Really quick, guys, I, I do want to apologize for any of the phones 
Beck. I'm at uh, Stanford, Connecticut. We're uh, in the new WWE Livewire show where phones are ringing off the hook and they're trying to get into the new show, The Bump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so going on. So I'm sorry if you hear any phone ringing in the background. That's so, all right. That's all right. Uh, really quick, um, I, I agree with you with Okada. I I love the feud that he had with Jane White. Some people did, some people did it. I enjoyed a lot of their matches. Uh, also, the bevy of matches that Okada had with Sonata for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Um, when it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling, they actually have their challengers in tournaments where you can find the number one contender at Wrestle Kingdom. Or you have, the champion has that power. If he won the G1, he can pick his opponent for that event. So Okada had a tremendous year uh, as he's been doing over the last five to six years. Uh, Okada's definitely one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he's always been a great champion over the years. So Okada had another good year in 2019. And I, I would expect nothing left in 2020. Here we go again, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gato now with the phone call. Gato calling you from New Japan telling you thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else you got there? What else? I am going to go with Rapongi 3K. For New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, they had a, about six to seven month reign as IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. I just like their group with Rocky Romero, and they they get lost in the shovels sometimes with them being the mid card of New Japan shows. But when I look at the shows I cover, they are the most consistent performers out of anybody on that show. So uh, I'll go with Rapongi 3K. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, on my list uh, would be Nick Aldis, NWA champion. Uh, you and I both watch uh, the NWA show on YouTube. If you have not watched this, I don't know where you're at. I mean, you need to be able to watch this. It is a terrific show. And Nick Aldis, from the beginning, even before 2019, was carrying himself as a great champion, as a terrific champion uh, in um, the National Wrestling Alliance, coming off a great two out of three fall matchup against James Storm. Uh, he is great on the interviews. He's great carrying the company. Every time he's interviewed, he do, does well. It's one of my focuses for 2020 to have him on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. But nevertheless, I, I think that Nick Aldis, not just um, not just trying to uh, get the job done by uh, defending the championship against NWA wrestlers, but across the country and around the world. So Nick Aldis, definitely on the top of my list. I had the... Uh honor and privilege to uh, speak to Mr. Aldis years ago on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com go check out that station, support the good young brothers uh, making the name for themselves in business right now and sisters sisters as well Um, I I love Nick Aldis and everything he stands for as a person and also as a performer Uh, just the way he cares himself as a champion uh, you know, here's the thing they always say that good baby faces never lie i can say that for heels too when you listen to him speak in the way he goes about his storylines and especially the sit-down interview he had before his match with james storm at into the fire nothing he said was a lie <laughs> the interview he had this week with dave marquez before he had the reveal of team all this that wasn't a lie he's a champion he's credible in what he does in the ring and on the mic and i, I honestly for me and i said this already i think Nick Aldis is the best current reigning world champion in the entire wrestling business right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is uh, what's on your list? Who else do you have there? 
I'm gonna add Adam Cole to the list. I think I, I think we, this list would not be uh, doing him justice if we didn't mention him. But Adam Cole, talk about a consistent performer. Uh, you know, winning the title at um, NXT Takeover 25, uh, having multiple Match of the Year candidates with Adam uh, with Johnny Gargano, uh, him leading undisputed era. Uh, you talk about consistent performers and guys carrying themselves as champions. Uh, I think uh, Adam Cole's year speaks for itself, especially what he did before Survivor Series weekend. So my next pick is Adam Cole, the NXT champion. Baby! Uh, Chris Jericho, the AEW champion, is on my list because I, I don't know where AEW would be without Chris Jericho, quite frankly, because Jericho is able to do some things now that he hasn't been able to do in years, and that is to be himself, where he is a heel, um, does not want to hear from the audience, um, and wants to be um, the top guy and carry himself in a great way. Now, is Chris Jericho the Chris Jericho from 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 5 years ago? Probably not. But what you're looking at is a veteran that knows how to get talent over. He's not. He's willing to be able to take a step back to get the company to move forward. And what I love about Jericho, and it's been said to death, but I need to say it again, he's a guy that knows how to reinvent. Think about how many different iterations of Chris Jericho that we have seen. Chris is, is doing a great thing for the business by giving back, even though he's a champion. That young roster and not a lot of veterans on it, and he's able to get some match, some really good matches out of some of these young uh, wrestlers and be someone that could be um, an influence in that locker room and in that front office. So I'm happy for Jericho, a guy that has a lot of dates that's filled on his calendar as a performer, as a wrestler, as a performer, as a singer, podcaster. I, I think that he is emblematic of what's good about this business, trying to give back. And again, it's not about you know five, seven, ten uh, star matches. It's about being him being the head of a company and putting himself out there, being a heel, having an inner circle by having other young wrestlers around him trying to get them over as well. I think Chris has done a really good job of what should happen in wrestling, a veteran trying to get young talent over. And he's he's really been a, a real star for AEW. I, I'd be remiss without mentioning him as the uh, IWGP Intercontinental Champion as well. I thought he was a good champion for the brief stint that he had in Japan Pro Wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho, like you said, is a star. He's definitely a first bout Hall of Famer once he's done uh, wrestling. And Chris Jericho, I, I think he is the. I think he's the glue, and he's the guy that moves the needle right now for AEW. Uh, you know, he's the guy that took the chance on AEW uh, back in January, back in the in the Tampa. It made the announcement, and Jericho has uh, done a fantastic job, fantastic job as the champion. And um, <laughs> the fact that you can be a world champion and still be able to sell your own wine, I think that's impressive. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> he's taking advantage of of all this Turner time. And and saying, hey, I got a little bit of the bubbly here. I've, yeah. I've got I've got my music. I got my podcast. That guy's always busy, but it's a good thing. Yeah, it's definitely a guy, especially for young wrestlers. If you want to pattern yourself, uh, just how you go about the business of the wrestling business, Chris Jericho's the guy to look at. Um, my next pick is the modern day Mula. 
as you like to call shaded <laughs> maple. Um, I think uh, if I had like a one A one B of best champions of the entire business, Nick Aldis would be one A and Shayna Baszler would be one B. So uh, Shayna Baszler having a um, really dominant run in NXT before you know she'll be making her appearances on Raw and SmackDown and take her game to another level with new opponents. Uh, I think Shayna Baszler is one of the best uh, wrestlers, not only in WWE, but in the entire world. Uh, her title matches, her way she carries herself as a champion, and we mentioned it on our previous podcast, just how she goes about her title matches and how she structured it. I just love the way she performs. She's a different style of wrestler that you get in today's wrestling landscape. And I think she was a fantastic uh, NXT Women's Champion. Well, my friend, I hope that you have a great holiday. Um, this has been a great 2019 for you and I to be hooking up and, and talking wrestling. And we're going to have a great 2020. I appreciate it. It's always hoodie. Wrestling TWT and Hood and Lopez taking over in 2020, folks. I hope you guys have a great holidays. Absolutely. And don't forget, it's ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. And they're ringing off the hooks for ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. Uh, as well as uh, check out the Hoots Podcast. That's Josh's Lop- uh, Josh Lopez's podcast. It is the Hoots Podcast, wherever you download your podcast. Hey, I hope that you have a great holiday. Thanks so much for listening as we take a look back at the great champions in wrestling in 2019. We'll talk to you soon on Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday.